awesome. Awesome. Well, thank all, thank you especially and for getting all of this together. Um, I said hello this morning. I didn't think my mic was on. So this is official. Hello. Happy New Year all. Um, we're going to get down to some fun stuff. Um, again, awkward handshake over the Zoom. Let's all handshake. You know, great to meet you. I'm Amanda Holbrook. I do self-directed IRAs, 401ks. I have for very, very many years. Our team here is Specialized Trust Company. You know, I'll give you that fun disclaimer here in a second, but we're going to go through a lot of meat and potatoes. So have your tools, meaning your pen handy or able to type and take some notes and we'll get into it. Um, just I am as laid back as they come, guys. I've been doing this a long time. So if you have questions, feel free to throw it out there. You can throw it in the chat. The more interaction, the better. Um, I think because if you're you're thinking of a question, somebody else is too, and nine times out of 10. So can everyone see my screen? Just give me a thumbs up in the chat. Yes, yes, yes. All right, cool. Well, let's roll. Okay, the fun disclosure. Are you ready for this? You guys all appreciate this, having the legal here. <laughs> okay. Ready? Specialized companies, past custodian, we don't recommend or endorse any specific investor investor sponsor. We're not attorneys, not CBAs, so don't have tax advice or legal advice. We're a passive custodian. We don't recommend or endorse any specific investor investor sponsor. We're just a member. We're a member of your financial team. We're a passive custodian. Again, this is for educational infotainment purposes only. Ready? <laughs> That's rock and roll. I've only done Let's that do once it. before, I promise. <laughs> okay. Um, She's an auctioneer my... in her other life. <laughs> uh -huh, right? No, it's radio. <laughs> Tried that around college time. Huh. <laughs> um, but I've been doing this a long time. Um, I've had about 14 years of experience. Six of that was on the investment space. Um, I hear a lot of you are in, in and around the real estate arenas. You know, that is our strong suit. I'll say like nine out of 10 of our clients are investing in real estate in some way, shape or form. So you can see here, we do a lot of events, a lot of speaking. I'm public, I'm not here to like toot my own horn. Um, but I love networking, like COVID just crushed me because that fills my cup is connecting with others and helping in that way, um, you know, and that's the same thing for our team as well. So just so you know a little bit about like, you know, just on a personal note, not just so much standing on the company soapbox, if you will. Um, but here's where I want to start is just the forces working against us. So we're all business owners, we're all entrepreneurs. That means you are all problem solvers by nature. Okay, that it's just like in our blood. So you need to know before I give you the meat and potatoes, you know, and the solutions, the three forces that are working against all of us, you know, so what are those and those? So next we have number one, uncertainty, unpredictability, expensive loads and commissions and taxes. Who here loves taxes? <laughs> okay. Let's, we're going to knock through this real quick. So I want to get to the fun stuff. All right. Everyone here, give me some love in the chat here. Who has money in the stock market or who has felt the pain of the stock market over the years? So I'm going to ask you to type in the chat. So I know thumbs up. Yes, no, yes, no. Here is my like science lesson of the day. What goes up must come. And I'm going to let you finish my phrase. Down, right? Yes. Um, what, goes up, what was that? What goes up must go up even farther eventually. <laughs> in real estate. <laughs> and in the so, stock market. Huh? In the stock yes. market? Well, I mean, over time, it's consistently it's gone cyclical. up. On average. Yep. It's the, you know, what I'm hearing a lot, and I work with some great fee-based advisors as well. 
you know, that diversify outside of the stock market, you know, and it's a lot of that you know, what clients are telling me is weather the storm. They're hearing weather the storm. And, you know, if you're retiring, you know, within the next five years here, you don't have time to weather a storm. You know, you've got to make a change now, you know, so that's where the diversification play comes into effect. Yeah, so being in real estate, all of you love that control, right? We like the tangibility of it. We love diversification, et cetera. Um, so this is just actually a funny tweet that came out from Elon Musk a couple of years ago on that good old holiday that's on April 1st, April Fool's Day. And it was, you know, Tesla's going bankrupt. Yeah. And what happened to the stock that day? You know, it just from a funny guy's tweet, you know, and that's where that's my point of just lack of control, you know, so that's where we're going to change some of that. All right. So next is just like what you pay. All right. I ask this on every podcast, presentation, meeting, stage, you name it. And no one ever really can tell me what they pay for their retirement accounts. Um, it's designed that way, guys, on purpose. You know, so ICI is a third party institute that, you know, if you've got 100K roughly, you know, you're paying just under 7%. That's, that's high, right? I mean, as far as ratios go. So let's not pay that. I'd rather see that go into your pocket. All right. So the next one, da, 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 taxes. Taxes, they're everywhere. Are taxes going up or down? Give me thumbs. Up or down? Are we thinking they're going up? Yes. So how how do we how do we plan for that? That's like a crystal ball question, right? You know, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> so this is the man. He wants your money. You know, if you're pulling in or if your client's pulling in 100K, you're paying a good chunk of that in taxes, right? Because if you fail to plan, right, you plan to fail, right? <laughs> That's why we're all here today. We're taking time out of our day to better ourselves, our personal portfolios, our business, etc. Yeah. So now that the funny obstacles are out of the way and sometimes not so funny, the solutions we're going to talk about today stem around self-directed IRAs and other self-directed accounts. Okay. So here's where I'm going to ask you to pick up your pen is I need to make sure that we're all starting from the same starting point, okay? And Liz has done a great job of kind of giving me the rundown of, you know, a little bit of overall background, okay? So everything you see on your screen here, you know, SEP, IRA, 401k, CISA, Roth, HSA, these are all types of accounts that you can self-direct. But what the heck does that mean? What is self-direct? It is not a type of IRA. These are all types of IRAs. And I hear this on a weekly basis of, oh, Amanda, I've got an account here at like, you know, insert, insert big bank, you know, Fidelity, et cetera. You know, and it says right here on the screen that it is self-directed. Does that mean you can take them a purchase contract for a property? Will they hold that? Will they, will they allow Chris to lend to Brendan? No, they won't. You know, they will say, here's your sandbox, the toys, pick your stock bond mutual fund yourself. And that's it. That's not true self-direction. True self-direction, it's been around since the 70s, will allow you to do what they consider non-traditional investments. So pretty much what you, investing in what you know. So real estate in the form of, 
you know, real property, single family, multifamily, commercial notes, um, private money lending, syndications, you know, to oil and gas to I have a client that breeds racehorses in his retirement account because that's what they know. Now, I don't think that's what all of us know, but my point is you're not confined to this box, okay? Now, give me some love in the chat. How many of you need more capital infused into your business that can, like from private money lenders, investors to help you scale this year? Yes, okay, I see some hands going up. All right, I'm gonna give you a little gift here. All right, and this one you can screenshot, okay? So go ahead and screenshot this, take a picture, what have you. But everything on here can be moved to a self-directed account. Whether this is for yourself, your family, your employees, or other investors that you're working with to get them to invest with you, keep this in mind. This is like your hot sheet, you guys. So whether it's you having that conversation or some of your frontline team members having those qualifying conversations, when you hear or know of traditional rollover IRA, which is just a traditional IRA, Roth 401k, 403b, 457, um, TSPs, which is a thrift savings plan, you know, so for those of you that know what that is or have served um, in any branch of the military, thank you for your service. Um, that is our government version of a 401k. That's all that is, guys. Um, Roth, Solo K, NDK, QRPs, it has a million different names. Um, SEP Simples, DB Plans, Beneficiary Inherited IRAs. That is a big one. Um, most think once you inherit it, it's like the golden nugget. You can't touch it. You can't drop it. So just put it up on a shelf and keep the kids away, right? No, grow that bad boy. Um, HSAs, that's a health savings account. That's a big one. Double dip account. I'll get into that more. And a Coverdell Educational Savings Account. All right. So let's get into tax environment. Okay. When I say or hear the word Roth, does that mean to any, let me ask, does that mean anything to anybody? And you can unmute yourself. When you hear Roth, what do you think? It means everything to me. It means I'll never be taxed. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yes. I love that. You'll like my little, um, my little anecdote here. When you hear Roth, Okay, I want you guys to always think of it this way because it grows tax free and it like crushes my soul when I hear someone say, Oh, it just grows tax free. You're taxed on the seed and not the crop. That's the silly analogy, you know. But I want you to say, When it's something is tax free, you got to say it tax free. Go ahead, I challenge you. You can say it, you don't have to unmute yourself, just say tax free because y'all have to say it with a smile. And I'm seeing Chris smile, I'm not seeing other smiles. <laughs> Chris Getz says, he's like, yes, it is tax free. Oh, yeah. Been investing with a self directed Roth 401k for 10 years, and or actually, no, 12 years now. So, uh, love it. And it's tax free. Tax free. Yes. And we got a raise this year, which is awesome. So, I'm going to get into that one. So, I'm glad to hear that you're like using the tool. That's awesome. Um, My favorite tool to invest with. Love it. Yeah. So guys, I mean, that's perfect curse. This is like the triple threat of accounts. I think it is one of the most underutilized accounts. You know, when all of my real estate investors, you know, and entrepreneurs alike come to me and they're like, oh yeah, I just have a traditional IRA or I had a SEP IRA because, you know, my CPA told me to. And it's like, there is something that is so much better out there. Now, 
pre-qualifier, no W-2 employees other than you or yourself, or if you're a partner, you know, there's ways you can do that too. But this is where I want you to draw. So everyone take out your pen and at the very top of this little tree here, okay, this is what a raw solo K looks like. You've got your company and then underneath your company draw a stick figure and you can enhance that picture accordingly because that's you. You are all things in your company. You are wearing all of the hats, okay? But for a 401k explanation, you are both the employer and the employee. Now, so this is the easiest way to describe it without referring to yourself in the third person. So as an employer, guys, do you guys want more write-offs or more write-offs? More write-offs, always. So when you hear write-offs or reducing your income, I want you to think tax deferred. You are just, that is the tax version of kick the can. You're just kicking the taxes down the road, okay? So we got a bit of a raise this year. 25% so of AGI up to 43.5. It used to be 40,500 last year, which that door is still open for 22 for all of you, all of you that are still like cleaning up the 22 books, okay? All right, so if you have old 401k, 403b, um, tax deferred portion of a TSP, and you're looking to roll that over, it would roll over into this side of the plan. So like to like, no taxable events happening, okay? Let's get to the fun stuff. Tax-free, okay? How many of you have been told or you know of a Roth IRA, right? We've all heard of that on here. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Nods, just nods at work. Okay, IRAs, you guys, are personal accounts. Heartbeat, earned income, and a social security number. Like, that's all you need for a Roth IRA. Like, my children have these, okay? But you're business owners. You know, there's also this fallacy of, you know, you have to, if you make too much money, you can't have one. Well, that went out the door in 2010. Everyone can have a Roth IRA. But for this Roth component, no income limits apply. So if you're under 50, you pay yourself 22.5, throw 22.5 in there. If you're over 50, you can throw 30 grand in there a year. That's a huge catch up. Okay. This is huge. So I always say like the benefits real here is as a business owner, IRAs are great. We're all people, but as business owners, you need deeper buckets. You know, that's the whole philosophy of team keep it. Like, how do you keep more of what you make? This is one of those phenomenal tools. You have tax diversification in one plan. Um, you can borrow against it. You know, so for those of you that are not anywhere near retirement age, I hear this all the time. You know, retirement's great. And they feel like, because I'm the retirement gal, they have to tell me, oh, my number one goal is retirement, Amanda. No, like you want more cash flow today? So do I. Like, I get it. You know, live your life. Um, you can borrow against a 401k and pay yourself back with interest over a five year. That's like cheapest form of capital right there. Um, the kicker here, and I'm going to get into this, who in here believes the power of leveraging for scaling your portfolio? Okay. So you can leverage those good old IRAs, which is a great thing, but uncle Sam, do you think he's going to be so sweet to give you the same tax treatment? No. As a dead giveaway. And I said, Uncle Sam and Sweet in the same sentence. Okay. You can leverage a qualified plan, okay, 401k for real estate purposes without triggering this nasty tax IRAs would trigger. And it's called a UBIT tax, unrelated business income tax. It's like 37, 39% pub 598 if you need nighttime reading. Like it's 
ugly. It's uglier than cap gains. Like who the heck wants to pay that? So how does one avoid that? You do it in a 401k. Easy peasy. It's just knowing the right type of plan for your investment strategy. You know, so this is where a little qualifier there because uh no, you but on leveraging only applies if you're purchasing real estate. Uh, if you're doing other like investing out of your 401k that involves leverage, it can be subject to UBIT. In the form of, are you referring like to wholesaling or like business operations? Biz, well, I mean, if it's business operations, yes. But I mean, even something like uh, borrow money from somebody and then go... Uh, invest in somebody's fix and flip, but you're using that leverage directly, uh, that would be subject to UBIT because it, the law states that it's only ability to avoid it if you are personally, or if your 401k is, you know, purchasing the real estate and, you know, requiring leverage for it. Correct. Yeah. So if you were playing, like for your example, Chris was like broker, right? You're going to borrow A to lend to B. Yeah, that would because that they hold that under a different category. But for purchasing, so if it comes to flips, burrs, rentals, um, commercial real estate deals that are always taking on large non-recourse on the back end, all apply. You know, which is typically what we see in our space, not so much like brokering. Right. Uh, be careful like, with the flips too. I mean, if you do more than two or three a year. Correct. You looked upon as running a business. <laughs> you got What's it. That? Is that it could be looked upon as running a business. You know, yeah. it's real cool about that rule. And there's few attorneys that like will have a stance on that. As if you dig into the law, it reads, and I'm not an attorney for my disclaimer, but per account is what it goes by versus per person, which I always thought was interesting. That but, is yeah. But lending apparently has always been considered a passive play uh, and you, sh you could do multiple loans out of your like loaning to fix some flippers and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. uh, from what I understand, you don't have to worry too much about UBIT or any Correct. issue with that. Yeah, because you are the bank and it's actually where I want to go next. So great segue. It's like you've seen my presentation. <laughs> So this would be an example, and yes, I'm a flowchart nerd, forgive me, you know, but of like what a husband and wife 401k would look like. We had old plans, we put them in, you had tax deferred, tax-free buckets. In this instance, for their investment strategy, they set up an LLC where they partnered the accounts together for ease of operation. All right, so show me the money, right? How many of you need capital out there? Like how many of you are raising capital? I guess, let me ask that question. How many of you are raising capital for deals, whether it's commercial, private lending, et cetera? Nobody? No one's using capital in their business? Yes, no? Okay, well, yes. there's, a ton, there's a ton in retirement accounts, guys. I mean, a ton. I mean, 37.5 trillion. And what I found, and I've worked in, in and around different companies that utilize this as their bread and butter acquisitions is, you know, ask the question, you know, so the question I always get is, oh, Amanda, can't you just put me in front of your list? No, that, that does not work. <laughs> that is not legal whatsoever, but it's always your network. You know, you would be surprised how simple like this poll on a, any social media platform will get you a hot list and build a funnel of investors for you. 
how satisfied you with your retirement earnings right now. I'm going to give you a little um, snapshot. Chris, you are the anomaly. You are like the Yoda, I'm guessing. <laughs> I really am looking forward to chatting with you, by the way. Um, <laughs> majority, like your average person that you're asking to invest with you, they're not happy. No one's going to say, oh, I'm a smitten kitten. You know, they always want better. It's the conditioning of our society. You know, so what does that look like? You're the bank, right? If you have an IRA, 401k, you can be the bank. And this is what that looks like. So note in a mortgage or private placement are typically the structures. So how many of you in here have you done a self-directed deal or how many of you are self-directing? I see two hands and I can only see so many. I can't see all of the faces. So try to use the chat if you can. Is for these type of tools, guys, just so you have an idea, depending on where you're at in your business, it's never a matter of if it makes sense, it's just when, you know, when it makes sense to put it in the mix. That's all. Okay, so we've got some experience around the table. You know, so this is how that works. You open an account, fund an account, and here's the secret sauce. It's just the name that you put on that vehicle. So whether it's a note and a mortgage, a private placement, et cetera, instead of your name, you know, Chris, I'm going to pick on you because your head's right below mine. <laughs> you know, specialized trust company custodian, FBO, Chris's Roth IRA, you know, or the name of your company, 401k. Like that's how easy it is. All right, same closing. So let's say you did lend for, to a flipper, okay? They sold or refied out the property all of those profits are going to come right back to the account. You know, so if you've never done this, think of it as like the self-directed account is like a bubble and it's protecting you from taxes. It's just like if you have the stock market, you know, going up and down, you know, when it's in those accounts, you know, it's okay. You're not, you're not paying any taxes. You're not adding that to your income or returns for the year. Okay. Rental property. So does everyone in here have some sort of hard asset, whether it's single family, multifamily, in and around their portfolio? Okay. I do, but I'm not a fan of putting it in a retirement account, to be honest. He says it's depreciable. <laughs> yes. That's, that's my opinion. Yeah. And and that's depending on where where you're at on the investment journey, I agree. You know, right. if you're, if you're working with, you know, like an aunt and uncle that are very close to retirement and it's a matter of keep it in the stock market where they have no control and they don't have a professional looking out for them versus doing a couple single family, multifamily homes that give them a consistent, predictable return in their retirement account and which makes more sense for them. You know, they may not be as seasoned, um, yeah, so this is what this looks like, guys. So think of self-directed accounts. Think of it like a separate operating account, okay? And just whatever you use that account for will grow tax-sheltered, okay? So when you comes to deals, okay, you have a property or a private lending opportunity comes across your desk. The first question is always going to be, where do you want the cash flow, right? I mean, whenever you have any opportunity, that's just deal structure 101. Where do I want the cash flow? So if you want the cash flow in your pocket, all right, go put it in, you know, this LLC's name, okay? However you have it structured. If you say, no, Amanda, I really want to pay my future self 
then title it in the retirement account. What if you want to have your cake and eat it too? Is that possible? Sure is. Partnering. Can you partner on deals? Can Gilbert and Katie partner on a deal if they wanted? Sure. Could you use your IRA if you wanted? Sure. Yeah, so this would be like a husband and wife partnering on a property or on a note, for example. Um, there's a real cool one I can show you with kids. That's a, that's a really great tool to get kids like Roth IRAs and education accounts beefed up really quickly. Just by you focusing on doing what you're already doing, guys. I'm a huge fan of touch it once efficiency and not recreating the wheel because there's not enough time for that, <laughs> right? Okay, so here's the leveraging example. So when we were talking about that UBIT with the non-recourse loan, what does that look like? So these are the same steps we just went through, you know, buy it, close it, rent it. Okay, now we've got the cash flow going back, but we have a loan. How, how do we handle that? The loan is paid right from the self-directed account to the private money lender, hard money lender. It just has to be non-recourse. That's the key. It's the only IRS stipulation in there. It has to be non-recourse. Could Uncle Bob be your private money lender? As long as it's non-recourse, that's fine. Could your dad? No. Okay. So people that you can't, let's touch on that real quick. Okay. Before we get to family. All right. Here's what you can't do, guys. The three cardinal rules. No self-dealing, all right? If you own something already, could you go ahead and just whip up one of these accounts and buy it from yourself? No. It's a retirement account. When does the IRS want you to benefit? In retirement. It's like in the name, <laughs> okay? So if you have a company and you're like, oh, Amanda, I have this old 401k. Can I just roll it over to one of these things and just invest in my LLC? It's not me, technically. No. When you peel back the layers of the LLC onion, your name is where the buck stops. You know, So you should not be benefiting in the here and now from what your retirement account is doing. All right. Well, with the exception, yep. if you set up a Rob's uh, account and then you could draw a salary and Rob's, in my opinion, and this is just my personal opinion, professional opinion, it can be playing with fire with Rob's accounts. Um, I've seen some go south in my career. Um, I've never seen huge success stories from Rob's, so we'll put it that way. You know, it's almost like operates in the gray in the loophole area, you know, but I don't know. That's my professional opinion. If you want to use some capital, there's other easy, more compliant ways to use capital without draining your retirement account. I don't um, know if for an access to capital as it is just if you're already in a very high income tax bracket that you can uh, you can lower by doing that potentially. But uh, there's other. Yeah. There's yeah, there's other other ways I would say will probably be, and I'll let the tax professionals reign their glorious opinion on that. <laughs> um, so number two rule, guys, like for like who you do business with. So just think of above you and below you on your family tree, brother. So the trunk, okay. So your yourself, your spouse, parents, grandparents, children, grandchildren, okay, are all off limits. I had a guy, and this was just comic relief here, but um, a gentleman that, you know, training, et cetera. And I listened to how he explained it, which was not the way we explained it. 
I was like, if you've come from them or they've come from you, you can't do that deal. I was like, oh my gosh, never say it like that again. <laughs> but <laughs> it just did not roll or sound nice. But that if that helps you remember, great, whatever, at his expense. If they branch off your family tree, brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, fair game. Like your brother, Man, Lundy, Lundy, your brother. Um, your your screen share has gone bl uh, black. Is oh, is, is that more. okay? Here we Never go. Mind. Pictures are fun. We all love pictures, right? <laughs> Since we're talking about family, here's our families. Um, the last one, guys, is just some black and white stuff and IRC 4975. You can't do like uh, collectibles, artwork, stock of subchapter S companies, certain life insurance products are no. Um, but uh, this goes back to kind of the why, you know, why, why do we all do this? Why are we taking time in the middle of the day to, you know, to listen, to learn, to better our businesses? You know, I never get the answer of, hey, it's just for me, myself, and I, right? It's usually for your family, for your bigger picture, right? And, and that's what we are doing the same thing that you, you are, you know, we're doing it for our family. So I'll, I'll introduce a couple of these folks on here. So Keith and Edwin toasting in the center. Those are the founders of Specialized Trust. Um, we're all about mentorship here and network. Edwin was my first mentor and Keith and I went to Catholic school together, you know, kind of tells you those longstanding relationships and loyalty and, you know, how you're able to really um, choose your tribe, you know, if you will. But we have all seen each other grown personally, professionally, and now we have families <laughs> and we are doing this for our kids, just how you can do, you know, for your kids. Um, there's one other reason I'm showing you pictures of my kiddos and the crazy Holbrook cruise. You see, I always love our Christmas picture, the crazy one in the corner, because that pretty much sums up like our daily life. Um, <laughs> why am I showing you pictures of my kids right now? in a recorded professional presentation, which some of them are professional and I paid for them through an LLC. Maybe because they are being compensated by paying my earned kids. And yes, that's exactly it. I am checking the earned income box. Okay, why would I be checking the earned income box? Let's go back to that Ross, right? To get that tax-free growth, you need earned income, heartbeat, social security number. So check, 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 right? And there's different things that kiddos can do. But if you play with the compounding interest calculator for Roth over 40, 50, 60 years is a gloriously gigantic number. <laughs> okay. Um, that is the point, you know, is I want to show you how to utilize not only just for yourself or for your business, but how you do this for your family. Um, and we've structured it. And that was one of the things that Scott and I really clicked on was we have been in and around the industry a lot of times have had the glorious opportunity of seeing a lot of gurus out there. We're just going to call a spade a spade versus what I call the do-rus, you know, those that really practice what they preach. Um, and I know I see some of you smirking, so you get what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, but how do you do all this without stroking this gigantic check? You know, how do you do all this? So it's cost efficient and anyone can do it. And that was what we created here. That was actually part of the why and 
you know, how we'd want to do this for our family to be able to do this for others. It's just one, one person, one conversation at a time, just sharing this type of knowledge and strategy and structure, you know, to get you closer to that, you know, financial freedom. But does that give you happiness? No, it, it doesn't. It makes it easier a little bit. Yeah. You can't give from an empty cup though, is my, is my point. And that was just so you had to know a little bit of our mindset, you know, so we do this one, you know, presentation, conversation, relationship at a time, you know, is how we're doing that, you know, so what does that look like? Like, what, what could you do for your family that could grow tax-free wealth on steroids? So this is a pretty cool structure. Um, this would be, you know, let's say you have mom and dad 401k, you got mom and dad Roth IRA, but you also have Roth IRAs for your kiddos because you got them earned income at a young age, right? Now, for some, it's like, man, if I have all these accounts, doing a deal in each of them is just like stressing me out in January, right? <laughs> like, how do I do that every year? So it's just deal structure, right? And we don't advise, right? How, how could you partner all of these together to make it easily functionally operational for you to do deals? LLCs, right? something we all use in our businesses. But here, instead of those members of the LLCs being the persons, they're the accounts. So when you read the operating agreement, it would read specialized trust company custodian, FBO, Chris's IRA, Brennan's IRA, Gilbert's IRA. You follow? And then once you open that LLC, you can open a business checking account at the bank of your choosing, and then you're going to operate right out of there. And then whenever you hold in that LLC, guys, whether it's real estate, notes, you know, oil and gas, tax liens, you, you name it, you know, whatever you invest in is growing tax-free for not only yourself, but for your children. It's generational. Um, we have clients that have done this the opposite way where they do it for their parents, et cetera. And because, you know, they are partnering and owning this LLC via undivided interest, this is compliant. Like it works as far as, you know, checking all of the boxes, but making it simpler um, for you to create tax-free generational wealth. You know, for the gentleman, um, he's one of our great clients. He's based out of Florida. Him and his wife did this for their parents um, and their kiddo. And they have, I think, one on the way now um, is structured that way. So who's going to inherit mom and dad's IRA one day? They will, or their child will, you know, so that was kind of the, the thought process of getting that set up for them is protecting their future nest egg. Okay. So at the end of the day, it all comes down to just put more money in your pocket and less than uncle Sam's keep more of what you're making. Right. Um, my bonus conversion strategy Chris, I'm going to ask you, did, have you done like the, the, back, the mega backdoor Roth? Oh, I did that 10 years ago. Yeah. Yes. I figured you did just by the way that you were phrasing some of your questions. <laughs> okay. Anybody else done the Roth conversion or mega backdoor Roth? Okay. So good job. Was that Brennan? You're shaking your head. Yes. Okay. So this is a huge one. And this goes back to your, your comment earlier of like, why keep a depreciable asset inside of a tax sheltered account? Agree. 
And we want those outside to reduce our taxable income. And there's a million different tax strategies there. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but it's using the tax code to your advantage. So everyone here, when you have money in the tax deferred side, whether it's in a 401k or an IRA, all right, and you wave this magic conversion wand and you switch it over to the Roth so that it's tax free, who do you think you have to pay? Uncle Sam, right? Uncle Scam, I mean. Okay, you got to pay him. It gets kicked out and you got to pay him ordinary income. So if you convert 50K from one side to the other, you're going to get a 1099 for 50K. All right, you got to figure out a way to pay those taxes. Ha 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 ha. What if you had that beautiful D word going in your portfolio? Depreciation, all right? Now, what if every year, and this is a fourth quarter best practice, everyone, to say, hey, Mr. Mrs. CPA, what can I convert this year without paying a dime in taxes? They're going to figure these numbers out and call you back and say, ring, ring, ring. Uh, you can convert $50,000 this year without paying a dime in taxes. And we can do it right in your solo K. Would you like to do that? What is your answer? Absolutely. Merry Christmas <laughs> all day long. But this is, that is just a, a annual best practice, guys, just to add to the list of things we do per quarter in our business and personal returns. You know, that's huge. My point is here, you can do this right within the platform and it doesn't have to be as cash, you know? So for some of my folks, they have a long-term, like a commercial investment, it's like a five-year hold. Can you convert that during that five-year hold? Sure. You're just changing the ratios. That's all. Fair market valuation. You know, it's still worth what it's worth until it starts paying out. All right. So here's my gift. Who wants an action plan of how this can work for them? All right. Like I said before, it's not a matter of if, it's just when. So here's how I work with every single one of my clients and groups and masterminds that we're a part of. Um, my The gift of time. That's what I'm going to give you. So that... Um, QR code, which I know I look like a talking business card. I'll do my Vanna here. Um, that is a, that goes right to my calendar, guys. That's all it is. Um, I would love to have a conversation. And if there's a way I can help, great. If it's literally for education, great. Now you know something that you didn't know beforehand. Um, but that's the, you know, kind of the takeaway here. Um, I also have an ebook for you guys too. Um, I have Liz put that in the chat here and it'll be, um, we're going to make sure that it makes it to the vault as well. You know, so um, would love to you know see what we can do if there's missing any boats or even if you're looking to scale your business or you're like, I have no clue about this stuff. Like, why didn't I know about this before? Um, those are all things that we cover. Okay. Um, last but not least, it's how does this work? Like, what is the process? Um, I always get these questions and what does it cost? It's not expensive. It's a fraction of traditional cost, guys. Um, it depends on the value of your account. We do an all-inclusive transaction platform. So it's literally, and it sounds so cliche, but by investors for investors, it doesn't break the bank, okay? You decide, you deposit, you direct. It's literally via DocuSign, you know? I take down all the information for you over the phone, get you a quick DocuSign statement ID, two weeks or less, your funds are ready to go. You're ready to do a deal. No seasoning period. A thousand bucks stays in the account. That's it. A thousand bucks to start an account. You know, so 
It's not like you have to have 500K ready to roll today to self-direct. So your money, your future, do it your way, y'all. It's 2023. Let's make it happen. All right, I'm gonna open up to questions. Let's roll.